Hello everyone, this is Levi Gelb from the Chassidish Parsha, and you're listening to the new podcast, Chassidus, which is an explanation in English of Sefer HaMaymarim Tafrish Samaches from the Rebbe Rashab, each episode containing an explanation of one page from that Sefer with the goal to finish the entire Sefer. And at the beginning of every episode, we'll also have a synopsis of the previous episode. You'll also notice in the description for that day's episode, there'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. We're on page Kufdalid 104, five lines from the top. We've just been speaking about connecting the whole idea of these two states of Malchus, either in their state of ascent, which is expressed by the verse, when Malchus is in a state of ascent, which causes that all of creation should also experience a similar yearning to go back to its source in godliness, in the essence of godliness. And then there's the verse which says, that she, Malchus, is going amongst the angels, which refers to how Malchus is in a state of a descent, of a drawing down from above to below. And he said that these are the two themes of Torah and in our service of Hashem, of Torah and Tefillah. Torah is a drawing down of godliness from above to below, a causing that Hashem's presence should rest upon a person, should come and reveal to the person. And Tefillah is prayers, is the process of a person uplifting himself, refining their corporeality and their physicality to become more of a vessel to go up to uh, ascend to Hashem. And this is the idea of the mitzvah of tzitzis, which the garment is malchus, refers to malchus of Atsilis, and the, strand, the strands of the tzitzis refer to the four channels of the angels of the world of Bria, which channel the revelation of malchus down into creation. So mitzvah, that's why tzitzis is from the word yaitse, to go out, to become revealed, and that's why when a person puts on, fulfills the mitzvah of tzitzis, he should have the intent to draw upon himself the revelation of Hashem's kingship. And that is what Rashi says on his comment on the verse, explaining the mitzvah of tzitzis, the tchelis, each one is the tchel is compared to the sea, which is compared to the um, heavens, etc. They teach us that whoever fulfills, what's the connection of the tchelis of the tzitzis to the, the throne of Hashem's glory? To teach you that whoever fulfills the mitzvah of tzitzis, it's as if you received the face of Hashem's divine presence. Meaning to say the same idea we just said before, that the mitzvah, the, the, mitzvah, the tzitzis in a spiritual sense, bring about the revelation of Hashem, of the malchus of tzitzis down into creation. So that is the idea of receiving Hashem's divine presence, the revelation of, Hashem, of malchus. However, Rashi writes on that similar um, statement of the sages, he says it the other way around, that when Hashem looks upon His throne of glory, it reminds Him of the mitzvah of Titus, which is compared, like we explained, which is compared to that throne of glory in that chain of comparison all the way up from the blue strands of the Titus, strands of the Titus all the way up to the throne of glory, that when Hashem gazes upon His throne of glory, it reminds Him of the, the Jewish people fulfilling the mitzvah of Titus, which is equal to all the mitzvahs, which brings about a good merit for all the Jewish people. So what is the explanation of this in a deeper sense, of this comment, which is the opposite way from above to below, how Hashem looks upon the throne of glory and reminds Him of the mitzvah of Tzitzis. So we're starting there, five lines from the top, on the Ha'inyinhu. Ha'inyinhu. So the explanation is, what is this What is this commentary Rashi saying? Dihini yadua. It's known, the Tzitzis koyol kolotariyag mitzvahs. That the Tzitzis... The mitzvah of tzitzis is, includes within itself all the 613 mitzvahs, commandments. And that's why the word tzitzis, the gematria, the miracle equivalent of all the letters in this world, word of tzitzis, comes out to, to tafresh, 
which is 600 ve'im ches chutin and if with with the eight strands of each of the and the, each of the four corners there's eight strands that hang down the heik shadim and the five knots taryag that all comes out to 613 so we see that the mitzvah tzitzis includes all the 613 commandments and this is the explanation of what says the sages say uh, about the famous story about this one um, this one Jewish person that did all the very, very horrible sins and he was going to do the uh, the next sin and to be and to go with a with a, um, a zaina, a harlot and all of a sudden when he was in the middle of about to commit the, the sin his sitzis hit him on the hit him on the face give him a little a slap on the face and through that he was saved he was guarded from the sin. He was reminded of the commandments and not to do this sin that he was about to do. And that's because that the tzitzis include within themselves all the 248 positive commandments and the 365 negative commandments. And that's the explanation of that story. Why the tzitzis, when they slapped him on the face, all of a sudden he stopped sinning because they include and they reminded him and they helped guard the person from all the 365 negative commandments. Who and what is this concept? How are the mitzvahs equal to all the other commandments? Meaning, we are, we see that in the numerical equivalent of the word, along with the eight strands and the five knots. But what's the actual content? The 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 connection between them, besides the the hinted to connection by all these different hints. In the in the numerical equivalent, the gematria, the strands, how does the content of this mitzvah connect to all the other mitzvahs? Because its tzitzis um, are made out of wool, which is from the hair of the rechilim of the lambs and the and the um, sheep. And this. Uh, this shows upon above in the spiritual realms. What do these uh, hairs of the lambs and sheep show upon? And what do they indicate in the spiritual realms? What it says about Hashem is that the hair of his head is like Tzemer Noki, is like, this is a verse in Daniel, which is in, written in Aramaic, is like uh, clean wool. So the hair of Hashem's head is like clean wool. And therefore, the midst of Sittis is above all the other commandments. Because the it says in the Zayar, the Kunei Zayar, that the 248 positive commandments are the 248 limbs or organs of Hashem, so to say, organs of the king. Which that refers to the level of Zah, of the Midas, of the world of Atzilas. The emotive attributes of Hashem. And the 365 negative commandments are the 365 sinews of Hashem, so to say. Which refers to the the sinews refer to the drawing down of the level of the moichin, of the supernal intellect. But nevertheless, all of this, even though these are really lofty levels in godliness, the 248 organs and the 365 sinews, which refer to the basically the midas of Atzilas and the moichin, and the, the uh, supernal intellect of Atzilas, nevertheless, all this is still within the tzir adam, within the form of the man, of the supernal man. Meaning, it's all relating to specific, defined, limited levels within the world of Atzilus. But when we're talking about the hair of Hashem's head, 
Hainu, what is that? What does that level refer to? Hainu, that is the hairs of the of the level of Arichampin, the external level of Kesser, which Kesser totally transcends. Just as Kesser is the, the literally translates as the the um, crown, just like the crown is above the head. So to this level of the external level of Kesser of Arichampin, um, totally transcends all of the limited levels of Tzilis. So the the mitzvah of Tzitzis, which is made up of the which is made up of the um, hairs of the sheep or the sheep or the um which is made up of the hairs of the sheep that indicates in the spiritual realms the hair of Hashem's head which is above his the likeness the form of his body which refers to limited levels of atzilus this refers to the level within keser but actually in truth all the mitzvahs all the commandments are sourced in this level of Arichampin, the external level of Keser. As it's known that all the mitzvahs are Hashem's supernal will. All the mitzvahs, why does Hashem command these things? It's because He willed them. He wants us to do them. So all the mitzvahs actually have a root in Keser, which Keser always refers to Hashem's will, just like the crown encompasses the head and is above the head, is above the intellect, so too the will of a person, and similarly the will, the supernal will, is something which totally transcends the intellect, and it can drive a person's intellect. When a person wills something, it says, the person should always learn where his heart desires, meaning your mind will work better when you when you desire that thing, when you when your rutzin is there, because the rutzin is totally above the mind. So therefore, all the mitzvahs have really a source in this level of keser. So how are we saying that, that specifically uh, tzitzis has a connection to this level? The superiority of the mitzvah of tzitzis and its root in this level of keser of is that through the mitzvah of tzitzis, it's drawn down the revelation of, like it says in that same verse about talking about Hashem's um, hair, it says that you draw down also the revelation through the mitzvah of tzitzis of Hashem's garment is like white snow. So, uh, so not only do you get the hairs of Hashem which are drawn down which connect to the strands of the tzitzis which connect to the hairs of Arichampin of Keser but also you have from the garment the actual prayer shawl of the talis, the talis you get also the garment of Hashem which is like white snow and that is the superiority of the mitzvah of tzitzis that you don't just get that the the hairs of Arachim. And this is what we compare the mitzvah of Tzitzis to the uh, splitting of the sea. Like Rashi explains in the Gemara of Menachis, page 43, the second side, all on this previous statement of the sages, like it says that the Tchelis the are compared to the sea and the sea is compared to the sky. Etc. Yam shanasu Israel. Rashi says that the why do we comparing the the tzitzis to the sea because the sea, which was done many miracles to the Jewish people through the sea, the splitting of the sea. Viadur the kriyas yamsuf who mechinas atik, as it's known that kriyas yamsuf the splitting of the sea came about because of the supernal level of atik, which is the internal core of keser, not just the external the arich, the arich hampi, which is the external level of keser. Atik is the internal level of keser, which usually refers to Hashem's divine pleasure, pleasure, not just his will, which pleasure is even deeper level than, and a deeper and more sublime level than will. Like the like Hashem said, at the splitting of the sea, he said, why are you screaming out to me? 
speak to the Jewish people and go through the sea. But the Zoyar comments on this, why are you screaming to me? Why are you calling out to me in prayer? The whole matter of the splitting of the sea is dependent on the, on the level of Atik. You have to go to a higher level um, than just calling out to me in prayer. Actually, this whole level is dependent on Atik, which is above. You can't even reach that level through prayer. So we see that the whole idea of the splitting of the sea was dependent on this level of Atik. And through, so too, through the mitzvah, through fulfilling mitzvah of Tzitzis, you draw down the revelation of the level of Atik, not just, which is the internal core of Keser, not just the external level of Keser, which is drawn down through all the mitzvahs. Which that is the idea of Hashem's garment is like white snow, which was referring to the level of Atik, the internal core of Keser. And Saradeshe and the hair of his head is like white, as like clean wool. That refers to the hairs of of Arich, of the external level of Keser. So that is the superiority of Tzitzis, is that it reaches all the way and it draws down from the inner core of Keser. So explain, to explain this matter more, why is Tzitzis specifically drawing down from this inner core of Keser? Um, there are two different ways to to say this word Sar of hair. You can either say with Shar, uh, with a dot, on the, with a shin, or sar besmoil, or sar with a sin, which is two different words, either gateway or hair. When you say the word samich ayin resh with a dot on the right side, meaning it's a shin, that refers to a gateway. And that is b'chinas zeha shar l'ashem. This is the gateway to Hashem. Which refers to a shar rachov, a very wide gate, which re, which indicates, which shows upon a gili, a revelation of godly energy. Besar, besmoil, but when you say the word samachayin reish with a dot on the left side of the shin, which becomes a sin, that refers to hair, who inyan besar reishi, that refers to the hair of his head, which indicates the level of sires of hair, shameda al tzimtzum which refers to a contraction, a diminishment of the godly energy, like just like hairs, are little, they are very, very small um, strands that come out of a person's head. And therefore, when you when you cut them, a person doesn't feel any pain, even though, God forbid, if a person would get cut in one of his limbs, he would feel pain, even though the hairs come directly from the head. And they do have, obviously, some type of energy from the body within them. And that's why they're able to grow. That they, The ability to grow only comes from the fact that they are connected to energy of the soul of the body. But the the level the amount of energy which is in them is very contracted and diminished, and therefore we don't feel any pain from that. So these, the same word, um, which is shin ayin reish, if it's with a shin, it refers to a wide gate, which refers to a a great revelation of godly energy. And if the same word, if you spell it with a sin, sar hair refers to a very contracted revelation of divine energy. Now derech mashal and like by analogy, by way of analogy, the idea of hair is hardly. They grow, like we're just saying, they grow from the brain. But nevertheless, the amount of energy which is drawn down from the brain within the hairs is very, very diminished. And the proof for that is that when you cut the hairs, a person doesn't feel any pain. If there would be a great level of energy from the brain which would be drawn down into the hairs and exist within the hairs, then a person would feel that pain within his brain. And the analog now in the spiritual realms, the idea of hairs, 
and the spiritual realms, hein halachis ha-teira. They refer to the laws of the teira. Like it's referred to in the verse, in Shirashirim, Kivutsoisav Taltalim, it says the locks of Hashem's hair are Taltalim, are like hills. And the sages say on that verse, Hain Tile Tilim Shalachis. When it says Taltalim, it's a word that is like a, uh, in a plural sense, and it seems like it's a double saying of that word, of tail. So it says that the sages say on that verse that. Tile Tilim Shalalachis refers to the the mountains upon mountains of laws that exist in the Torah. And we say that these law we see that these laws in the verse are described as Hashem's locks of hair. For behold, it says in the Zerah that Torah comes out from the level of Chokhmah of Atsilas, meaning the Torah, the root of the Torah, the source of the Torah, and the godly realms is from Hashem's supernal Chokhmah of the world of Atsilas. And the idea of the hairs, is the idea of the drawing down of Hashem's divine pleasure within to Chachma, into His supernal wisdom. Because like I was saying before, the idea of pleasure is above, well, will and pleasure is above Chachma, is above wisdom. The essence of Hashem's divine pleasure is the es- actually refers to the essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. It's the essence of Hashem. Because you cannot compare at all the idea of pleasure, how it exists above in the spiritual realms and godliness, to how it exists below in the physical realms. In the, in the physical realms, pleasure is from something which is outside of a person. Like, when a person has pleasure from a sweet food or from something else which is sweet to his soul, like a sweet taste or a gishmaka seichel, a pleasurable intellect, intellectual concept, and the like. This is a composite tainig, meaning a tainig which is a pleasure which is made up of something else besides the person himself. It's he's taking pleasure on something which is outside of himself. And there is a reason for this pleasure. The external and there's, there's an external reason for the reason for for his pleasure, which he's feeling, the food or the intellect, etc. And it's also the tainuk, the pleasure that the, the souls feel in the Gan Eden. They take pleasure, like the sages say, from the ray of the Hashem's divine presence. They take pleasure from the comprehension of Hashem's shechina of His divine presence. Also, even in those spiritual realms, even that higher level, there is still a reason for the pleasure that these souls are experiencing. Which means that this is not an essential pleasure, this is a pleasure which is murkov, which is made up of a reason, which is made up of something outside of the the person or the entity taking pleasure. But above, referring to Hashem, there is nothing outside of Him. There is nothing outside of Him. And He is... The, he is the knower, he is the knowledge, and he is the known. There is no, like we exist in us, there is the person who knows. There is the power of knowledge through which he knows things, which he comprehends things. And there's also the thing which he knows about, the, the intellectual ideas which he's knowing. Three separate things. So there's a riboy, there's a multitude of uh, facets, and it's not a real unity. The person is not totally one with everything, with his own, even with his own power of wisdom. It's a separate faculty from him himself. But Hashem, there's nothing outside of him. Not even when we're talking about the spiritual realms, meaning even the spheres, his, his godly powers, are not separate from him. He is, meaning there is, he is the knowledge, he is the knower, he is the known. 
There is nothing outside of him. And if so, if there's nothing outside of Hashem, so it's not the same way that we experience pleasure from something outside of ourselves. There's nothing outside of Hashem, so the pleasure which Hashem has, it's not something. It's not from some reason, from some external reason. It's an essential pleasure from from him, from Hashem Himself. Hashem taking pleasure, so to say, in Himself. Similar to the concept that His existence is from Himself. Every other existence is from Hashem. Every other existence of the world is not from itself. It's not an independent existence. It depends. It depends totally on Hashem to create it every moment. But Hashem's existence is from himself. He he doesn't he exists essentially. He doesn't there's no reason for his existence. There's no source for his existence. He is he always has existed. He always will exist. And there is nothing that he depends on. And so similarly here the idea of pleasure which Hashem has, it's not from some external source. It's he is taking pleasure from himself because everything is him. And this is what we said before, that the essence of pleasure in the spiritual realms is really the essence of Hashem. Which is totally transcends the level of Chochmah. But when we're speaking about the hairs here, that refers to how we're drawing down from this essential pleasure of Hashem into the level of Chochmah. So Chochmah is already a defined... Uh, limited level within the world of Atzilus, even though we just said that really there is nothing outside of Hashem, and this level of Chachma, Hashem's supernal wisdom, is totally one with Him. We're not going to get into the difference over here, but Hashem's divine pleasure is totally transcends that level. And when we say that Hashem's pleasure, we're not really referring to a specific level in a specific world. It's actually just referring directly to Hashem Himself, to His infinite self. So. When we're saying that the laws of the Torah, the laws of the Torah are Hashem's locks of hair. So the Torah comes from Chachma, the supernal wisdom. And the hair is a drawing down from Hashem's supernal Tainug, his pleasure, within to Chachma. And Tainug, pleasure, is totally transcends Chachma, because Chachma is a limited, defined attribute, so to say, of Hashem, whereas Tainug is Hashem himself. And Elo, yeah, as we see clearly, that when a person, when a person comes up with a new uh, novel, intellectual idea, it becomes filled with pleasure. But this is only an external ray, an external diminished ray, which becomes contracted to become enclosed within the level of Chachma. Meaning, this is not the essence of the pleasure. This is only how pleasure already descends and becomes, relates to this limited level of wisdom. So we see this concept of the idea of the, the pleasure being drawn down into Chochmah, which is the idea of the hair, the hair of Hashem in the spiritual sense. What does that mean? It's just like the idea about down here, when a person comes up with a new novel idea, a new novel intellectual concept, he becomes filled with pleasure. So that's the idea of the pleasure being drawn down into intellect. However, here we're touched that in the, by a person, it's just the external diminished ray of that pleasure, not the essence of the pleasure, how it's becoming related to Chachmah. So now we return to, this is the idea of the terror, the laws of the terror, which we said are um, this idea of the locks, the hair of Hashem. And 
Yes, the the hair of Hashem. Shehein Sairis, which are the hair. The Hainu Tzimtzum B'chinas Ha'arasa Einik Li'islabish B'chinas Ha'chokma Dateruchlu, which means the diminishment, the contraction of the ray, of the external ray of Hashem's pleasure, how it comes enclosed into the level of the Chokma of the Torah, into the level of the wisdom of Hashem, which is the wisdom of the Torah. So that is the idea of the laws of the Torah. It's how Hashem's divine pleasure comes enclosed into the wisdom of the Torah. Similarly, is the idea of the pleasure of the souls in the Gan Eden. Is also the idea of the Hashem's pleasure, the pleasure within the wisdom of Torah. The Kol Asik because the whole involvement of the souls in Gan Eden is just in the comprehension of the wisdom of the Torah. And it also involves the learning of the laws of the Torah that's before us, meaning the Torah that we learn. They're learning, they're comprehending those same laws. But they're learning the spiritual side of these laws and not just the physical um, trappings, so to say, of these laws, how we learn it down here, like uh, um, somebody who switches a, uh, a cow with a donkey, all these different laws of some who I found the talus first, he found the talus first. These are the physical expressions of the laws. But they are learning these same laws, how they apply in the spiritual realms. Now we're starting the next page, Kufei, And like in the lower level of Gan Eden, they learn, the souls learn the laws of the Torah, how they are in the internal, the Pnimius, how they are in a deeper, the core, they learn the deeper spiritual essence of these laws. And automatically, the the pleasure which these souls experience when they're learning this, since they're learning the deeper spiritual levels of these laws, is a amazing pleasure. Take for example the law of somebody who switches a a part of a a cow for a donkey. In our world, it is a physical law. But in the lower level, even in the lower level of Gan Eden, this is a spiritual law. They learn the spiritual core of this law, which we don't see right now. So, basically, we're talking, we're saying now that the laws of the Torah are the hairs of Hashem, which, what does that mean? Like it says, His hair are these mountains, which we said, the sages say, are the mountains and mountains of laws. So we see the connection of hair to hair to the laws of the Torah. And what are these laws? The laws are really Hashem's pleasure, meaning Hashem takes deep pleasure when we fulfill His will and when we do the laws of the Torah. So this is Hashem's pleasure, how it's being expressed in the laws, in the wisdom of the Torah. Because the wisdom... There's the wisdom behind all these laws, what what you know, how they the logic behind them. But Hashem's deep pleasure is the is in the fulfillment of these laws. So the laws of the Torah are really expression of Hashem's essential or expression of Hashem's pleasure, how they enclose into the intellectual laws of the Torah. Um, and similarly, the the pleasure that the souls to in Gan Eden is also a pleasure within Chachma. So the souls are also have a pleasure from learning the, the wisdom of the Torah. And being that their learning is in the spiritual inner core of these laws, we can say that their pleasure is amazing because they're not just experiencing the physical um, expressions of these laws, how we see them, which 
lacks the true pleasure and because you don't appreciate the true depth of these laws when you see the spiritual behind the scenes so to say behind the curtains you see what these these laws really are referring to in the spiritual realms that produces that brings about a huge pleasure and that's why these, these souls in the lower level of god need to experience an amazing pleasure we'll stop there on the top of page kufay 105 four lines from the top thank you everybody for listening to the new podcast chassidus this is levi gelb and if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chassidusonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur Mavur explanation on a Maimur from Torah Lukute Torah almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimarim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yom Tevim. And also you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode, a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this, uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email, email me at rabbigelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode. Thank you very much.